When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Basketball Conference, the ACC Football Podcast, December 27th, Bowl Preview Edition. My name is Joey Weaver. I'm a Georgia Tech grad and a Louisville fan. He is Mike McDaniel. He is a Virginia Tech grad and a Notre Dame fan. Mike, first question, which of these games are you more excited for? Uh, not excited to watch Florida State at all, are you? Not entirely, yeah. but I, I don't know how that compares to my excitement to watch Boston College in Iowa. Uh, yeah, so... Real quick, so BC played in one of the most entertaining bowl games last year, right, in the Quick Lane Bowl against Maryland. Mm-hmm. We touched on that in our previous podcast. Uh, and BC's rushing attack is a lot of fun. Iowa's rushing defense, also a lot of fun. So if you like no points, we oh boy, do we have a game for you, Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, Chance it might snow. You never know. Oh, yeah. So that'll be pretty ugly and boring, but it's two teams you've heard of. Then you got Florida State, another team you've heard of, against Southern Miss, also known as... Brett Favre school. Mm-hmm. That's really all I got in that one. Good spot. Yeah, let's start there. We'll start with the uh, Walk-Ons Independence Bowl, uh, December 27th, 1.30 p.m. on ESPN. Florida State, a 17-point favorite in Shreveport over the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. Uh, now, in most bowl seasons, if you heard that Florida State was playing Southern Miss, you'd think, first of all, why? Uh, and, and second of all, that there's no way this could be close. I'm not going to lie, though, Mike, I'm a little nervous about Florida State here because I have no earthly idea what you're going to get from them coming out uh, with no coach. Or, or, excuse me, they do have a coach, but not not their traditional coach. And uh, just a, a Southern Miss team is probably going to treat this as their Super Bowl. This is a dangerous spot here, Mike. It is. And so Southern Miss offense has actually hasn't been all that bad. 30.5 points per game this year ranks 48th in the FBS. Florida State's offense is one of the most boring offenses in all of college football to watch. Uh, you know, we know what we kind of have here with Florida State, and that was with a coach. Now they don't have a coach anymore, so now what do we? What are we going to come to expect? Um, really interesting game here, one that, you know, when you look at it on paper, it's like, okay, Florida State has the athletes to get by Southern Miss, right? But Florida State doesn't have a head coach. It's been a really tumultuous last month or so leading up to this bowl game. So I'm like you. I don't really know what to expect from the Seminoles, and it's really been kind of a story of the season, and that was with a head coach. So... Now they don't have a head coach. Southern Miss has a runner in Ito Smith, 1,300 yards rushing and 13 touchdowns this year going up against a Florida Florida State defense. It's been okay. Corey Robertson, 1,000 yards receiving and 11 touchdowns. I mean, Southern Miss can put some points on the board, which is why I'm a little bit nervous for Florida State. Florida State hasn't really been able to go out and just blow teams out. I mean, you know, you play really, really bad teams, you can blow them out, I guess, but I mean, you look at Florida State this year, and their offense has been really slow, methodical, um, a really boring offense to watch. James Blackman has just been okay as a freshman, 15 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. He loves to turn the football over. Not a great recipe in this football game. And you look at Southern Miss, 17-point underdogs. I kind of like them here to cover at least. 
uh, an exciting offense. The defense we're just going to have to see with Southern Miss. I mean, I think they'll be able to hang around, I think, with a Florida State offense that's also been kind of hit or miss and kind of up and down all year long. But we're going to have to see. Do I think Florida State wins this game? Yeah, probably. Do I think they win by 17 or more? I think I'd be surprised if that were to happen just because of all the external factors leading up to this football game and not having their head coach. I do think that matters going into a bowl game. It's been a tumultuous last month for them. I think they win. I think they put it all together. I think they have more athletes than Southern Miss, so they ultimately get the job done. But I think Southern Miss hangs around and covers that 17-point spread. We were talking before we came on here trying to figure out if Florida State not playing for Jimbo Fisher is a good thing or a bad thing because, honestly, I mean, it seems like the players were getting pretty irritated with him there towards the end. Um, So him being out the door might end up being a cause for them to rally around. I kind of don't know. Um, Florida State also ran the ball really exceptionally well their last three games. Now, granted, that's against uh, Delaware State, Florida, and Louisiana Monroe. So... Take that to mean what you will. Um, by the way, since we, we mentioned it before, but worth bringing up again here, apparently that Delaware State win should not have technically counted towards bowl eligibility, and Florida State should not have made this bowl to begin with. But we digress. Uh, Southern Miss, I, I, I'm with you on this. I think that they will uh, they will hang around here. I, I don't know how bad Florida State wants to be in Shreveport at the Independence Bowl. I mean, a year ago they played in the Orange Bowl in Miami. Not excited about it, Joey. Not excited about it. No, not excited. So uh, I'm with you. I'm going to go Southern Miss to cover. I don't think that they're going to win the game outright. It wouldn't shock me, but 17 is way too much. Uh, I think this is maybe like a 7-10 to 10 point game. Uh, I'll go Florida State here, 34-24. So you like Southern Miss on the cover. I like Southern Miss to cover, nice. yes. I like Absolutely. it. I like it. Plus 17. Mike, other game on this day, uh, right on the tail end at 5-15 on ESPN, uh, in the New Era Pinstripe Bowl as uh, your Boston Let's College go. Eagles, a two-and-a-half point underdog to the Iowa Hawkeyes, uh, Iowa of the fame of kicking the crap out of Ohio State this year and also just not really doing anything at all against Wisconsin and other teams. Um, Iowa very, very hit or miss this year, uh, which is great going up against a Boston College team that was very, very hit or miss, although they were pretty hit towards the end. So uh, should be an interesting game. Boston College, you know what you're going to get from them, especially on offense, is they're going to run the ball right at you. Uh, unfortunately, Iowa's defense pretty good at stopping the run, so that might be a... a an unstoppable force against an immovable object. We'll see how that goes. Um, in the meantime, on defense, Boston College, fairly decent um, and, and going to need to be against a, an Iowa offense that is either going to come up and show you nothing or somehow explode and try to score like 60 points in a game because both of them happened this year. Uh, a game where they were like damn near shut out and a game where they, they are, are just – going lights out, scoring like a pinball machine against you know a, a playoff-caliber team in Ohio State. Yep, I wholeheartedly agree with everything you just said. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see in this game how Iowa responds to a rushing offense that really just doesn't go away. I mean, BC is going to just pound it with A.J. Dillon as much as they can. Iowa's got a top 40 rushing defense, currently ranking 39th in the country, giving up about 142 yards per game. So they're okay against the run, but they're not great against the run. Um, So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Iowa's gone up against a lot of good running backs in the Big Ten this year, and they've done a pretty decent job of containing them. 
A.J. Dillon, I mean, he'll just run the ball down your throat, and B.C. loves to give him the football. Uh, Nate Stanley from Iowa, 25 touchdowns, six picks this year. Iowa does like to throw the ball a good bit. It'll be interesting to see how Boston College's pass defense responds because Boston College's pass defense has been okay this year, but not great. Uh, It's a battle of two very similar football teams, in my opinion, two teams that really you know, got in their own way a good bit this year. I mean, you look at Iowa when they're at their peak and they're playing their best, you know, they blow out teams like Ohio State. And when they're not playing their best, they are really, really bad. I mean, they're just not a very good football team. I mean, they, um, you know, you saw a loss to Purdue. You saw them lose to Northwestern. And, um, you know, Northwestern went 9-3 and three this year, and Purdue was a 6-6 six and six football team. But those are two games where you look at the same Iowa team that beat Ohio State 55 to 24 and you're wondering how did Iowa lose those two games after beating uh, after beating Ohio State as bad as they did and that's not to mention the fact that Iowa had Penn State on the ropes if it weren't for you know a crazy final drive there uh, for Penn State in that football game so you know Iowa is a team that has extremely high upside but the 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 downside when looking at Iowa is that they get inconsistent on offense, the defense gives up big plays, and then they lose to teams they probably shouldn't lose to. BC's a one-trick pony on offense. If you shut down the run, they're not going to be able to throw on you consistently enough to beat you. So do I think Iowa stops A.J. Dillon? No, I don't. Do I think they slow him down enough to win the football game? I do, and I like the versatility of Iowa's offense a little bit more than I like BC's offense because I think if Iowa does slow down A.J. Dillon, I think they're going to have a great chance to win the football football game. Um, you know, I think if BC were to shut down Iowa's passing game, I think Iowa has more ways to beat you um, offensively. Uh, they've done a pretty good job on the ground this year. Akram Wadley, 1,000 yards rushing, nine touchdowns. Nathan Stanley, like I mentioned, 25 touchdowns, six picks. They're more versatile on offense, which is why I think Iowa ends up winning this football game, Joey. Yeah, you mentioned Akram Wadley. This is a, a, a game for uh, lesser known but low-key really, really good running backs between uh, – AJ Dillon and Akram Wadley, uh, Mike. As we as we record this weather forecast for the Bronx, mostly sunny, no chance of precipitation, only about nine mile an hour winds, high of twenty six degrees. Nice and cold. Yeah. So whether there's snow on the ground or not, I, I've heard the point made that these teams are going to play like there's snow on the ground even in like September. Pretty so much. Just be ready for that. Um, I'm with you. Uh, I, I think Iowa's versatility on offense is maybe the big difference in this game. Um, if 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 all fails and Akram Wadley can't run the ball, they have a way of, of generating air, gen, generating yards through the air. Uh, Nate Stanley, like you said, been really good this year. Boston College, if you uh, if you stop AJ Dillon, that that's it. Game's over. Um, they, they don't have a, an alternative option there. Uh, Anthony Brown, Darius Wade, neither of those guys have proven an ability to throw the ball well. Uh, and so I think that's I'm, – I'm with you. I'm going to go with Iowa here to uh, win and to cover. Um, I, I feel fairly comfortable that – well, I don't know how, feel, how comfortable I feel about the game entirely uh, of who's going to win. I think Iowa's better. Um, I kind of like this game to go under as well. Uh, we talked about uh, the quick lane bowl previously. The The total here is 45 and a half. I think this is a, a bit of a defensive struggle more than anything. So uh, give me Iowa to win and cover two and a half and Boston College uh, to help keep the game kind of low scoring. We'll go Iowa uh, 24-14. Like a not bad. Win maybe. Yeah, not bad. That's how I see it too. 
Um, in any case, so uh, especially relevant in New York City with the subway. But uh, Mike, I don't know about you, but I'm not right not riding the D train this week. Uh, no, off the D train. We'll take another another method of transportation in this one. Absolutely. Mike, that does it for December 27th. Anything else before we get out of here? How about here? that? That was quick, huh? That was efficient. I don't know that we've ever been this efficient in this podcast at any point in time for anything. Uh, the last two actually have been pretty efficient, you know? Pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. I'll take it. Uh, all right, Mike, we're going to get out of here. We're going to go uh, preview some other games here. In the uh, in the meantime, they can find us on Twitter. I'm at FGRS Joey. He's at Mike McDaniel ACC, and together we're at BC Podcast ACC. You guys can send us an email to the longest email address, known to man, basketballconferencepodcast at gmail.com. Nailed it. Yes. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, the Overcast app, and several other places. Uh, and Mike, where else can they find us on the social medias? Facebook.com slash basketball conference rate review. Find all of our podcasts there. Oh, like the page too. I keep, I keep missing that. Like the page. Go do it. Yeah, do that. By the way, I was looking today. We got really good, uh, a really good overall rating on Facebook. So thanks to all you guys that are contributing to our 4.8 star out of five Damn. rating. That's uh pretty gnarly. So thank you. Uh, Mike, you want to come back and preview the uh, rest of these ACC bowl games? Yes, sir. All right. Well, have a uh, have a good night. And until then, uh, for Mr. Mike McDaniel, I am Joey Weaver. Talk to you guys later. Until then, go ACC.